BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and my producer, Taylor. The countdown to Christmas break is almost a week away. We're at the end, or actually, no, we're not at the end of December yet, but it's coming. Your finals are coming, correct, Kenzie? Yes. So as this episode goes up, this will have been my last day of class of like school for the semester. And then Bravo. you have one more semester after that. It's like, a, and or is it even a full semester? Yeah, no, I have a semester after this. And then I have to take, in order to graduate when I want to graduate, which is the summer, I have to take 18 credit hours in the spring and nine in the summer which I know I can do. Everyone's making that a really big deal. But I took six last summer and it wasn't even hard. And 18 is like, I've done that before. So everyone's being a little bit dramatic about it, if you ask me. But I will officially graduate in the summer. Are you allowed to take classes online? Are they all strictly in-person classes? No. So my program, it's like internship and school. So the school part is actually online. But we go to a physical location to take the classes. Have you done? Are you currently doing an internship? Yeah, the internship is for Zoe. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like through that. So my school is online, but it's not. It's very odd, I know. It's very confusing, but I'm so excited because this weekend I'm actually going to New York with some of my best friends ever. Um, If you guys follow me on YouTube or you guys are keeping up with Vlogmas, which if you guys have not already, youtube.com slash Kinsey Elizabeth. It is the most fun Festive, wonderful time of the year. Um, Keaton, Brooke, Danielle, Morgan, and I are going to New York tomorrow. Wait, what? No, Sunday. I actually don't know. Within the next few days of you guys listening to this episode, and I'm so excited. So be sure to follow me on Instagram and all that stuff to keep up to date. But it's going to be amazing. I've never been to New York during Christmas time. So I'm very pumped. Have you ever done, so I'm sure you've done travel vlogs before, but a lot of the times when any travel vlog I've seen, they usually kind of skip through the whole travel portion. And it's usually like they get on the plane and then they're at their destination and then it continues. Have you ever done a an actual blog specifically where you're just on the plane? Yeah, so my... I actually, last week, I uploaded a travel routine with Gossier, which is cool. It's like one of my dream brands. So I worked with them. So I'll do like a travel routine video and show like what I wear skincare that I do, how I pack, just stuff like that. But the audio, like you can't film that much on the plane. I mean, like I am filming and talking on the plane, but it's not a straight up whole video because the audio is so bad. I, every single plane flight I think that I've ever been on, other than maybe one, I've fallen asleep on almost the entire time. I'm able to fall asleep before the plane leaves. So if I was a, if I was a, a vlogger and I was going, okay, hey, it's my travel vlog, it would be me sleeping for five hours. Like, yeah. There you go. Like, enjoy. I normally sleep. I can pass out on a plane, no problem. 
But the issue is like right now with the holidays, when I'm traveling, I need to be editing because I'm posting so much. So I can't really sleep right now. But I normally do. I can pass out like immediately and sleep the entire time. I can also sleep in the most uncomfortable positions. It's so convenient. One of my favorite qualities about myself. Same with me. I was going to say, I've gotten some of the best sleep on airplanes. It doesn't really matter. Put me in like the smallest little confined area. I'll find a way to sleep. One time for a work trip, I was traveling with a bunch of friends. We flew out of LAX and the people like I sat on the plane. So it was before it was literally within within maybe a minute of me sitting on the plane. I was knocked out. We flew all the way to Orlando, which is a six hour flight. And I woke up when the row in front of me was getting up to get off the plane. I getting off the plane is a pain in the ass. It's, it's awful. Like the one thing is everybody always like immediately when they turn that little bell on or I don't know what the noise is. Everybody always stands up and then they, they, it immediately becomes an immediate traffic jam and everyone's standing there for 15 minutes. That's a good topic in the secret Facebook group, like travel horror stories. Or if you're like, as soon as I land, I'm not going to stand up until I have to leave. Like there's no point in standing up unless I like want to stretch, I guess. But like, I'm not going to stand up until I have to like get off the flight, you know? Exactly. Everybody stands up all at once and then they all just stand there for 15 minutes. Yeah, that's, I'm not that person. You should do something and focus on that. And another thing that really bothers me with travel is how long people always walk, walk up to security and then they're kind of like dumbfounded or confused on what to do. And they sit there forever fumbling around like how to do it. Take your shoes off, take your jacket off, no electronics. There you go. Walk through the security. It's, it's so easy. simple. It truly is so simple. People just really love to overcomplicate things. It's really wild. It's so mind-blowing that people don't know how to do it. It's simple. It has, it's been the same for a long time, maybe other than for the liquids. Come prepared. Come prepared. Very, very simple. But anyways, um, that was actually a great topic because I'm sure so many of you guys are going to be doing a lot of holiday travel. So let us know in the Facebook group where you guys are going. Um, if any of you guys, as I've really been talking about on the podcast lately, um, this is my favorite time of the year. One, I love Christmas. Two, I love giving gifts. It's my biggest superpower. I'm not humble about it in the slightest. I'm so good at it. I just, I just love it. It's literally my favorite thing ever. Anyways, um, if you guys need a little help in the gift guide department, I've been doing, like, honestly, I think I have like 10 stories already up of holiday gift guides. They're just on highlights on my Instagram, which is just at Kenzie Elizabeth. So if any of you guys want to check those out, Feel free, but today's episode I am so excited for. It is Roman and Erica. Um, I've known them almost two years now at this point. Erica has been on this podcast before. Roman before was like, oh, look, we're on it. And I'm like, actually, Erica's already been on. Erica is one of my favorite people in the world. I say this all the time. I think I have by far learned the most from Erica out of anyone, I think, in my life. Like LA for sure, and probably just in my life in general. I look up to her so much. She's like my hero. I love Erica. Um, So Erica and Roman, her husband, he's the best. He's a creative genius. Like he's actually brilliant. Um, They're on the episode today, or the podcast today. And they're just very wise and also very cool and fun and creative and just awesome all around. I always learn so much from them. And I just think that they're the greatest people ever. And I know that you guys are going to love this episode. So stay tuned. Um, If you guys have not already checked out our limited edition merch for the month of December, it is in the show notes below available on Amazon, super easy to check out. And also the Facebook group will be in the show notes below. But uh, thank you so much to Erica and Roman for coming on. They're the greatest couple ever. And I love them. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and let's get started. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having us. We made it. Erica's already been on. I know. Roman. I'm a Sorry. rookie. Sorry. <laughs> 
he was like, we finally made it. And I was like, well, yeah. But yeah. I heard there was a high demand for Erica's husband. No yeah. one knew yeah. who that was, but they're just like, who is that It was all guy? over my comments, the yeah. Facebook group especially. Who's so, the guy? Who's the guy behind that girl? Yeah. Yeah. we want to know him. Yep. Yep. What he does. <laughs> yep, exactly. Okay, do you guys want to do a little one-minute bio? Yep. Okay, I'm Erica, born and raised in L.A., a mom to an almost two-year-old. Cutest baby. I think I talked about being a stage mom last time. Still a stage mom. And I'm on staff at Zoe Church, which is my favorite place ever. And Roman and I currently live in Silver Lake, which is my favorite neighborhood ever. Yeah. We lived in a lot of different places in LA and definitely Silver Lake. Yeah. You guys are Silver Lake people. And and the moment we moved to LA, I remember I wanted to move to Silver Lake. Yeah. And I was like, Erica's never. It took a solid four years to get me to move. And then I was like, what was I thinking? I should have moved here way a long time ago. Yeah. But Roman Boschko, I'm Ukrainian, full Ukrainian. I was actually, I didn't realize this till a couple of years ago, but I was a political refugee. My parents were when USSR fell apart. My parents were invited to come to America. That means they gave up their Russian citizenship. And I was born in Rome. That's why my name's Roman. And I'm a graphic designer, creative, kind of do photography, video, a little bit of everything. But yeah, 29, going to be 30 years old. I'm a dad. I'm proud of it. Embrace the dad, dad yeah. life, yep. LA dad life. Dad jokes and all. Dad jokes, everything. Hopefully I tell at least one here. And yeah, that's what, that's that's my bio. I feel like your Crushed dad it. jokes are really subtle. Like they're not... They're no, not full just, on. I feel like Quentin has more dad jokes. No, than yeah. Sure. I feel like the day Quentin becomes a dad is just he's going to have just like so many dad jokes he's been holding on to. Yeah. I just don't know what he could be holding on to at this point. I <laughs> know. I'm telling you, he's got bits and pieces. I, I believe it. This is going to be a new. It's going to be a new. Yeah, it's a new wave. It's a new wave. I like. I don't, I just don't know how someone could have more dad jokes. Like, there are some, for my birthday, that was, like, my biggest thing was, like, it was, like, no dad jokes for the day. I don't actually, like, uh, buy them. <laughs> like, I'm, like, used to it at this point. It's but, a part of who he is. Yeah, like, now yeah. I, like, kind of, I respect it. Daily? it. We, we oh, embrace yeah. it. Daily. Yeah. yeah. You, like, at that point, I'm, like, oh. Like, at the beginning, I was, like, the guy with the dad jokes, and now I'm, like, oh. But, like, so I'm, like, dad jokes, you know? Yeah. Quentin is a full-on character to me. Like, yeah. in my mind, I'm, like, you can do a, a cartoon on him. You can do a TV <laughs> show on him. He's a full-on real-life character. Quentin's, like, character. great idea. I'm, like, I'll, genius, actually. Yeah, yeah you got to— Table that for another day. Like, you can yeah, even, I like— I see his, an opportunity His here. logo could be just his hair. You know how Conan has yes. all his red hair? hair? It could be just his flowing hair. And it just says Quentin West. And like every two to three episodes could be Quentin saying he's going to get a haircut. <laughs> and then he doesn't get a haircut. It looks end. exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. And it goes like it's like months. a journey he takes his like followers on. Yeah. This podcast, I cannot tell you how many times Quentin's hair has been brought up. Like it, because it's, it's it's such a thing. It's like, a thing. He just says he's going to get a haircut for forever. He waits for the longest time. The girl he went to. He goes to this one girl that now this is like his first thing, but he's been waiting to go to this one girl for forever. She literally went to cut the Beckham's hair after she got his. Like, that's how high maintenance he is. And it wasn't even like, like, we thought it was going to be like a chop. (laughs) It actually is. Okay. Do you prefer the longer short hair? Okay. I know that you and Sarah are like so obsessed with the short hair and like it needs to be short. I honestly, here's the thing. The real reason why his hair has not been cut is because I don't actually care. Like, but if you had to pick. (laughs) A preference on longer short hair, uh, like short medium, probably. Short medium. Like what do you have? Like right what he has now. now. 
Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. His hair looks longer than it is because, like, the front pieces are longer. Like, if those were... His hair is actually short. Like, if you look at the back, it's, like, shorter. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't look like it because his front pieces are longer. But I just am like, you can do whatever you want. I don't really care. But in front of Sarah, like I'm adding myself, I have to act like I care because I can't tell Sarah I don't care because Sarah is just going to be like, (sighs) no, you have to do it, you know? Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. Kenzie's playing you. I'm getting a text right now. Yeah. Yeah. You are. I once met Quinton's twin. I don't know if there's (laughs) There's this. Okay. So I don't know if this is the same one, but when Rich was at Zoe, he's preaching at 8 p.m. He came with like a bunch of dudes and I was this guy in front of the way he was moving, the way he was like to the music, everything, his hair. And I literally turned to him and I'm like, bro, I don't know if you ever met Quentin Webb, but I think you guys <laughs> bro, are brothers. Like, legit. Brother. And I turned to Quentin. I'm like, yo, that's your brother. You guys need to talk. They did have the out. same uh, mannerisms. Mannerisms. So weird. Every I mean, like if I. Yeah, I feel like I'm really good at doppelgangers, too. I'll be yeah. like that yeah, person's doppelganger is. So and so, and people are like, really? I'm like, then I pull it up. I'm like, boom, Danny DeVito, Mila, same thing. True, <laughs> true. That's their daughter. That did yeah. happen. Yeah. But that actually daughter. happened just now. Okay, so we're gonna do hot seat. Okay. Erica loves hot seat. Yep. Roman, have you played hot seat before? I've never played hot seat. I think I remember seeing someone play hot seat before, but because it's a ZLC thing now. Yeah, it's a ZLC thing. It's because we it was early on too. Yeah, we took it like really overboard. We don't really do it that much mm-hmm. anymore, but. Hot seat's fun. Hot seat's very fun. Okay, the first question. This is my favorite one. Okay, best purchase you've made under $100 in the past six months. I'm going to go full dad mode here. We got Mila a Christmas present already. Oh, wow. And we got her a kitchen, like a little like kitchen thing. Wow, yeah. It was, you know, I got a little discount code too. I texted it. And oh, I'm dad, you know. Such, that's the best purchase. I totally that's didn't the first go thing the that parent route. <laughs> I was going to say I got Shameless. this necklace that I'm wearing. Not this one, this one. And I got it at a farmer's market for $20 in Silver Lake. This is why I love Silver Silver Lake. Lake. And I wear it every day and I can layer it with everything. Love that. I just lost my necklace. I don't lose it. I think it's somewhere in my house. But my favorite necklace ever, that was like expensive and it was gifted to me. So I didn't pay for it. But it was so beautiful. I need to lost it in your house. It's It's just somewhere in my house. It's hiding. It's hiding. And then like couple months later you find it yeah i'm still looking for stuff you know i lost a tripod your for a camera and like eight months later legit someone texted me hey i have your tripod underneath my but roman phone. will be like i don't know where that is and then it like i just moved the pillow slightly over <laughs> and i like, could find what it was yeah, yeah. Like right in front of you <laughs> yeah Oops. yeah the bag on sunday that we were looking for for an hour in the morning was yeah. in plain sight yeah i was like common occurrence i need to get like those little trackers but they're just too thick you know little tile things need to get one for my wallet for sure i've lost my wallet plenty of times yeah and then my my keys no because i put them in the bowl in our key bowl all the time erica doesn't but that's fine that's we're fine that's 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 fine okay Okay, number two if you had to throw a themed party what would it be (sighs) cowboys and indians wow that was fast yeah, I've always wanted. Yeah, it was just the first thing that got in my head. Cowboys and Indians. Yeah, mine I've, would be like uh, I was just talking about this because I'm turning thirty in December. Um, like fur, like something really diva, like oh for sure, fur and like diamond chains glitter. or something. Yeah, fur and glitter. That'd be fun. Which like isn't my everyday personality. No, but it's my party personality. Yes, 
It's yep. like Caitlin without a laptop or something. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like seeing your teacher out in public personality. <laughs> yeah. Oh is, yeah. Is fur and glitter. Yeah. I see that for you. That's a good question. Fake I got fur, a though. new fur coat today. That was really exciting. You I, did. I'm going to New York for three days and I've bought four or five jackets and I don't know when I think I'm going to be able to wear those. I, I just saw, I forget who was doing this. They're packing for New York and they like vacuum. Maybe it was Tony Red. They're vacuum sealed their bag and i was like well, have i been living under a rock i've never ever done this for packing for like a cold place i haven't either that's just the like they have like the ziploc things right? yes or is it packing cubes no they're the ziploc, the ziploc ones and then you connect your vacuum to it and it sucks all the air out yeah i'm gonna need to do that yeah because i'm really passionate about outerwear and like i can't wear the same, <laughs> i can't wear Very the same jacket even all day like I yeah have to have outfit you gotta things, do you know? the ziploc bag yeah that's yeah. probably what's gonna have to happen that's brilliant. But then what do you Beautiful. do when you're in the hotel and you have to pack again? You, you know what? Ask I don't know. Ask for a vacuum. You, okay, you yeah, you bring like, extra bags with you. Okay. Because they're not reusable, No, right? they're reusable for oh, sure. Oh, okay, I know yeah. nothing. And then you're like, oh my gosh, I need a vacuum. Okay. I'm sure that, yeah. They yeah, they definitely have to have them. They'll give it to me. Like, this is, I'm packing my stuff. I need my fur coats. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> to LA. <laughs> I where I can't back. wear these <laughs> I between the hours of like, 12 p.m. and 4 p.m. because it's 80 degrees. We got an invention idea. Why don't we just invent a suitcase that has a little mini vacuum built in? And you can and like plug it. it in and like pull it out. No, you just pack your clothes in there, zip it up, oh. press the vacuum. Oh, wow. And then you got a whole other section that's where you nice. can put like whatever else you want, another bag in there. That's vacuum a, that. That's nice. That's actually brilliant. I'm really good at packing because my parents were divorced. So like I had to pack every week growing up. So I'm oh, really dang, good at doing it. Yeah, I'm like, fine. I'm like, and I'm not She's that like, way. it's fine. I also <laughs> pack my emotions. No, but for some reason with like, there were like three trips that I went to New York and I left like a tripod. I don't even know why I had to bring it tripod in New York like every single thing that and it was like I left things that were like really essential to my life yes like three months in a row everything so now like that's the only place that I go to that I like have a checklist because it's just I don't know what it is that's with me so funny Hey guys, me again, your holiday gift guide guru. Self-proclaimed, but I'm really sticking to the title. Um, you guys know that holiday gifts are my favorite thing of the entire year. I'm very passionate. My gift guides on Instagram are currently going off very wild. I've been working on them honestly since October. It is my favorite thing, which is why I'm so excited to be talking to you guys about Vistaprint. So what I love the most about Vistaprint is that you are able to add a little personal touch. So here is a little gift guide idea for you guys. So something that I think would be super, super fun is getting together with a group of friends. Um, if you're a roommate, if you have like a house of five people, just gathering a little group around and having a little fun photo shoot. All you have to do is use your iPhone and just take some funny photos. Use photos that you already have and then just make a funny holiday calendar. I think that is such a cute idea and it's really fun. All my friends who honestly like five of my friends all live together. I'm going to tell them I'm hanging out with them right after recording this and this is a brilliant idea. So you have a little fun photo shoot and then you make a little holiday calendar and also if a holiday calendar isn't for you, don't worry because there are lots of options on Vistaprint. I did that with my roommate. Also, we have mugs on Vistaprint, which is super fun. Holiday cards, canvases, and other photo gifts. So you have lots of options. But what I love about Vistaprint is that you're able to get personal, which is the key to giving the best holiday gift. So no matter what you guys are doing over the holiday season, nothing says happy holidays like custom cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. 
all custom cards and calendars are up to 50% off right now. You can upload your favorite photos right from your phone and save on mugs, canvases, and other photo guests. Your satisfaction is 100% guaranteed or they'll make it right either by reprinting your order or offering a refund. So this season, make more merry at vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and photo calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts at vistaprint.com. So just enter promo code ILOVEYOU50. That is vistaprint.com, promo code ILOVEYOU50. Offer expires January 5th. So happy holidays, everyone. Hope that you guys got a little gift guide inspo, and let's get back into the episode. Okay, last one. Favorite quote. Okay, this is my recent favorite quote because I'm really challenged by it. It's excellence in one, excellence in all. That's great. Is my absolute, I like every time I don't want to put something away, I tell myself that. Okay, I'm trying to remember exactly, but it goes the best time to plant apple tree. Because it, okay, so it takes 12 years for an apple tree to grow. Yeah. So the best time to grow an apple tree was yesterday. The second best is today. Oh. So it's good. like whatever you want to do, if you didn't do yesterday. Do it today. That's nice. Boom. Here we are. Leadership quotes 2019. Roman and I'm just not really like a quote guy. So, but that's, I like that thought. Like, yeah, I love that thought. Do you guys want to talk about how you guys met and then also how you started dating? I really like your story. You guys are my favorite couple because you're actually, okay, I don't want to say you're actually cool because that sounds rude. Um, No, I mean, you guys are cool individually too. And you're not like codependent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Favorite Zoe couple. We're proud. Congrats, guys. Yay. Okay. Do we get a trophy? Do you want me to tee up this How We Met story and then you insert details? Um, That's how we usually do it. Well, yeah, because we have a. We had just had very different perspectives. Things. Yeah. We, okay, so we did a program very similar to ZLC. Yes, which is what you're in context. And we were, so I had just gotten uh, saved that summer, 2019. 2009? 2009, yeah. Yeah, and we did uh, a very similar program that fall. And Rome, so we were classmates. So we were, like, around each other. We had a ton of mutual friends. We weren't, like, we weren't, like, in the same crew, though. You know what I mean? Like, you're friendly, but we never really, like, hung out a ton. I feel like if you took the whole class, like, yeah. not that I wasn't close. I wasn't not close to anybody. But you were probably the least close. Yes, exactly. Like we were, we were just nice to each other because we were in class together. And then I was like interested in somebody else and then took a few years. But we, (laughs) so we did two years of the internship together. And then I was on staff. We were both on staff. We were both on staff. I'm trying to do like Reader's Digest. I was dating someone. He broke up with me. I thought it was the end of the world. What an idiot. Okay, yeah. No. And then, but Roman had, like, you had liked me since our first year. Yeah. So then when we broke up, Roman was like, oh, I'm going to shoot my shot. And then he, we were, like, walking. We were both on staff. I was on, like, the youth staff, and Roman was on, like, the main church staff. And we were both, like, young and and single. And he, we had, like, a staff parking lot, so we walked there. And he was like, hey, do you like want to grab coffee sometime? And I was like, oh, not right now. I just remember feeling like he's such a good guy. He's so fun. Life of the party. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for that yet. And so I said, not right now. And so Roman's like, well, it's not a no. So just let me know when you're ready. And I was like very taken back by that response because I was like, oh, what? Like, 
like he's he was persistent but not creepy you know like he's like oh well you didn't like i said not right now he's like well it wasn't a no like it wasn't like no leave me alone it was like okay i can see that you're not ready and then he chad actually told him like hey don't don't give her six months like don't be a rebound and so we just like hung hung out we always have worked together on like conferences creative projects like literally since we've known each other yeah and so we're always like at a table together working on stuff i think we're working on conference it was so you got you became single yeah and then that's when i talked to chad and i was like hey i really i remember i was taking him to the airport or something we were both going somewhere and i was telling him like hey i think i want to ask out erica you know yeah blah, blah, blah. and he was like basically like don't wait uh sorry wait six months you know like you don't want to be an emotional rebound or whatever, like you don't want to be this thing that kind of in the middle of like, she just got out of a serious relationship. Yeah. So I remember literally six months to the dot. It yeah. was January. Yes. It was the end of January, February. That's when I asked you out and I said, hey, I know this is not the best time because we're putting on this conference. We were walking, we were talking about conference budget or something, yeah. walking to the, to the parking lot. And I was like, I know it's not the best time, but... I would love to take you out for a cup of coffee on a date. Yeah. And then you're, you're like, very specific. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, it isn't the best time. I was like, yeah, I knew that. It's okay. I'll wait. Like, I'll okay. wait till after conference. Well, I had already like kind of bailed on you, like working in Seattle a few t- times. And I was like, I, honestly, like I can't, like I'm going to, I'm stuck at the office. And so Roman came and brought food from this taco truck that I like loved. And we, then I kind of was like, oh, I think that I like, like him and then I was like oh god I like was so like resisting it and then we went on a date like really shortly after that I feel like we like had like tension between us that whole time we, we did but I like, like wouldn't let him tell like, anyone that we were like dating or talking or like hanging out like and then I was just like I'm in forever yeah I just remember feeling like oh I I like could I could live without you. I like don't want to. Like it was very much a choice of like I want you in my life with everything that I do, yeah. and you're awesome. Oh, thanks, babe. Yeah. Wow, so cute. <laughs> and I feel like our relationship was gradual too. Some yes, people have like it was the, not like a whirlwind. We We're like, yeah. oh my gosh, this person's awesome. I want to date them. For yeah. Blah, blah blah. But ours was just like barely friends in in the yeah. college, and then to like work co-workers then to like friends then to like really good friends hanging out all the time yeah and I had that's what I remember I had mentioned in passing like very like literally across the hallway that I wanted to go to Coldplay they had this like huge arena tour and my and the person I was going to go with bailed so I was like oh I'm like kind of bummed I really wanted to go on that tour so I didn't buy the tickets and then one night Roman was driving me home and he's like hey do you like Basically, I got these tickets to Coldplay. Like, do you want to go? And I was like, what? Yeah. Like, I totally want to go. And he was like, all right, but if we go, it's a date. And like, I'm buying you dinner. And I was like, you can call it whatever you want. I'm down to go to Coldplay. So like Roman was really like, he was like persistent in a non-creepy way. And so like you were just. Very important non-creepy. It's just, yeah, yeah, important to say that. But I, you were also like, like we always say we fell in love in the car because we always like I I lived on the opposite side of where Roman lived and in the we like the wrong direction going to Seattle and so he would like go the opposite way to pick me up and then we would drive to Seattle and hang out all day and then we take me all the way home and then drive all the way back to his house so we were like always driving in the car and I had like the best conversations 
We had good conversations. Yeah. Good music. Well, on one of our first dates, we talked about like kitchen renovations and like interior design. Yeah. Very that was fun. Nostalgic. Memory. Anyways, uh, that's how we met. How old were you guys when you got married? 23. 23. We were babies. Did you see yourself getting married young? No. Erica did not. No. I thought 23 was good. Like, But I, I like I didn't grow up in like small town. I didn't grow up in really like in like, church. Yeah, exactly. Which is like really common in church to get married young, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, and I'm Ukrainian, so it's like super, it's super 23 is like, yeah. okay, you're get, come on. Yeah, 21, it's like getting old. It's weird, but people get married really young. Yeah, and teach his own. But I, yeah. in the moment, I felt like an adult. And now that I'm almost 30, I'm like, oh, 23 might be like a little young to get married. But I feel like we were like, in, it was a really good time for us. Yeah, we worked together. We hung yeah. out together. I mean, we were dating, worked together. You know, we did a lot. Together. So our like relationship was like fast forwarded. Yeah, and I but I do feel like we were really good friends. Yeah. So getting married that young didn't feel weird because we were we had a really really great friendship before yeah. we dated, and yeah. How long did you guys like before you moved back here? Okay, so I lived in Washington for almost five years. A little. We were under married five. for a year. We were married for a year. And we moved down here, so okay. only a year of our marriage was in Washington, and the rest was here. Okay, cool. We're in our six. We're actually marriage. on our on our one year anniversary in Palm Springs. Yeah. And we drove to LA and that's when we when decided. we got back, we sat on the couch and we're like looking at each other. It's like, who's gonna say it first? Like, yeah. Hey, we're moving. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's go. And then like a few months later we moved. So you it was like a quick turnaround. When oh you yeah. Moved. We had our anniversary trip in July and we moved in November. Oh dang, that is yeah. quick. Yeah. Did, was that like the start of Zoe? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. The first So we year, were like yeah. the second. There was like a first wave of maybe like 10 or 11 people that were here in LA and we would have been a part of the second wave that was probably like another 10 oh, we would have it was the only person that came before us was Nate and Steph yeah there's a few more people okay <laughs> but yeah we Great so we would have been like in in the beginning meeting in like Chad and Julia's living room I we're was so young. in LA like I moved to LA that's at the crazy time that Zoe started, but I was not in church at that time that's not what I was doing <laughs> like I was not that wasn't where I that. it just wasn't where I was you yeah. know I was yeah. elsewhere okay so you guys are really creative well Thanks. okay actually Erica the reason I want to bring this up this is a great topic it's because Erica didn't consider herself creative right yeah before. no I didn't okay no. talk about that like how did this end up happening like my job? Yeah. Or yeah. I, yeah, no, I never consider myself creative. I was actually talking to somebody about this the other day. I never connected the dots for me being creative because I like, I don't like paint or write music or play an instrument or like Photoshop. actually design. Yeah. So I never created, I never like put the dots together of like, oh, I'm a creative person. But then I, like the the older I got, the more I realized like I'm actually really wired to understand all a lot of creativity, and so I feel like my creativity is more strategic. I see a lot of it, and I've learned over the years how to like articulate what I see and what I want to accomplish, and work with people that are actually like creative with their hands um, and their minds. And so I feel like I've grown into being comfortable with saying I'm creative. Yeah, because I am. I I am creative. I just don't actually create things, but I can see them, 
and carry them through with somebody from like concept to completion. So I feel like I've like evolved into being comfortable with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly me. That's what I like have learned from you though. Cause forever, I mean, in the sense of creative, like, yeah, I can edit video, but it's not like, it's just like, you can figure it out. Yeah, Yeah. Like, but I'm like, I know that I'm creative, but I'm not necessarily like Roman's like incredible graphic design, like yeah. stuff like that. But I'm like, I see like big picture, Yeah, you know, like I can, I know what I want, but like, I'm not necessarily the one that like does it, you know? I feel like in the realm of creativity, there's like the true artist, which is like the, bre- like that is like true deep creativity. And then there's a visionary. And I feel like when you can match those two together, it's like you see the most insane things. And sometimes like creatives are both. Like I feel like you're both. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Well, yeah, I used to think there was like, I don't know. I used to have like a pretty strict like view on like who creatives are. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, they're not creative. They don't understand me or like whatever. Like if I'm talking specifically about like a concept or like creative direction people that I was working with you know I've told Erica many times like they're not creative they don't know they don't know this but I think business people there's like the average like CEO right that runs like 50 car washes or whatever he's very successful he's a CEO he runs a company blah 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 and then there's like Maverick Carter which is LeBron James's like business partner or whatever that guy is a businessman that is super creative. So I can't speak for the car wash guy that he's not creative. I don't know that. But like then there's like so I started to realize there's like an average like not average, sorry, but there's like a guy that clocks in, clocks out kind yeah. of like accountant at a business and I don't know if he's creative or not. I can't speak for that. But but then there are very very creative people that know how to stretch a dollar and like so I kind of started to like, yeah, deconstruct what I think a creative person is. Yeah. Because I do think there's, like, yeah, like, the true artist that knows and even, like, the person that has the skill set to do it, the yeah. craft. But the creative people are everywhere. Yeah. And I think now it's easier to do that even more when things are animated, uh, automated, like, a square space. is yeah. really easy to set up or whatever. Like, I think there's a lot more cre- creativity is just so much more broad than... I feel like we've really like outworked our working relationship too, because I, I see things very specifically and my, like my job naturally is to help communicate something better. And so I feel like we've outworked our relationship a lot where we've butted heads of like, the design is really cool, but the design doesn't make sense. And so like, I feel like we've really like worked hard at our working relationship and I've, I've had to learn how to speak creative language And that like takes a little bit of time, but. Well, the person that does like the actual creative, the craft, the work, it's really like, it's vulnerable to show your graphic and then someone would be like, no. No. So so it just depends on how you say it. If you can find harmony in that, like that friction, like honestly, when someone puts so much time and energy and then like, don't say, I don't like it. Say it could be better if, or like something like that. I've learned that. Yeah. (laughs) how do you feel like you've had like you found harmony just from that I think just yeah understanding that I'm not always right (laughs) like I think (laughs) I think and and knowing like there's I think seeing I forgot who I was talking to the other day and he was saying how he was meeting with someone that was super successful and he was saying basically like I've never seen that person try to do something they're not good at kind of thing. Yeah. 
Like they only like staff their weaknesses or ask questions about their weaknesses. They don't, they don't talk about or like try to like develop their weakness, but they just like yeah. get help where they need help kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of how I see it. There's a lot that I cannot do. I don't know how to do like, in in all honesty, like I suck at Instagram, you know, like, and that's a creative tool that I could use for my business or yeah, now you're speaking a, Kenzie's language of a yeah. venture that I'm yeah. yeah. So she's like, oh, we'll talk later. You guys see like, I would need both of you yeah. because I can have this idea. I'm all in my head and about like the concept and like where all these little design details actually really came from where they were. Yeah. Like. But if no one sees it, that sucks. You yeah. Know? But I'm not good at that and I could care less about it, but I need someone like Erica that knows about it, that knows how to make that work seen or whatever. Yeah, I feel like we, in our work, we've been married now six years, mm-hmm. six years, yeah. I just think about that. And we've worked together for like- Seven. Seven <laughs> or, eight. or eight years, longer yeah. probably. And I think the harmony comes from like, one, respecting where the other person is coming from. <clears throat> and two, like knowing what the uh, like the end goal is. And so a lot of times we're both coming from our own perspective of like, he's coming from like, this is the best thing I, that I have, that I just gave all of my heart and soul to. And for me, I'm like, I just need this to be really clear to the audience. And that's my passion. And so you're you're trying to line up your passions and you're just expressing them in different ways. And so I think going back to like, I had to learn like Roman's language. Like I, it's not that I don't like that. It's that in order to be more clear, we need to move this over here and resize it. Like we just did this with a, like a, we made this commitment card for church and it was like long ways and had too many lines. And like, I, so I go and I, like I, ask anyone that designs on our team, I doodle everything. Cause it's like the only way to lay it out. Like yeah, in a way that, that I understand. Makes it easier for me. I'm like, yeah. And then I, I think the other thing is also understanding like a lot of people create art out of like who they are and where they're at. And like Roman said, it could be like a vulnerable place because it's like everything that you have is like in that. And, and just knowing like, it's not personal when you're working with people. And so yeah. we, I've had to like in moments when we're working together, like take the personal aspect out of it and keep it really like professional and like we're not married yeah because you just say we've yeah. fought yeah a, couple, a, a few times but i think once or twice about yeah we're both like youngest children so. want our way so you can imagine yeah. how petty our arguments get we've learned yeah we've learned get better we're still learning yeah yeah for people who don't know like i get this question a lot and i don't really know how to answer it but people are like because i talk about this a lot especially yeah. in the sense of like knowing your strengths and then knowing your weaknesses. And like my answer for the question would be kind of, it's just through like experience. Yeah. But I think I have an unfair advantage of like knowing my strengths and weaknesses. <coughs> One, because I've been working since like working since I was 16 for myself too. Yeah. And then two, because of the program that I'm in, I feel like I've learned more about what oh, yeah. I'm good at through that just yeah. by the nature of like you're working with other people and what I'm bad at. Um, but how would you find, like if you don't know what you're good at, or what you're bad at, which a lot of people actually don't. That's so true. What would you like? What would your advice be? Oh, I honestly, exactly what you said is like trial and error. Like you don't know what you're not good at until you try it. 
Like yeah. we always talk about like you're like, I'm not administrative at all. She Do like you know what my major is business administration. Who picked that's that? That's amazing. I feel like you okay, your like this is where I'm like, your brain is administrative somehow, some way, because you're like a businesswoman. Because I know But I understand where you say you're not administrative. I, like I get it. Not traditionally. Yeah. I'm a visionary, which yes. I know that because you told me that. I did. And then tell I you that, realized you it. Are. And I was like, you're right. Yeah. So I understand that and I can tell people what to do. And I do hire out, I think, a lot more than people realize. Yeah. And I've gotten like with the podcast, I don't edit it. Like I don't do a lot of the other stuff and the really small administrative, like they send me all the Excel sheets. I have everything that's so organized through them. Yeah. Like it's really just like the small minor details. I'm really bad about it, which is not good because like financially, when you work for yourself and you like have to actually pay taxes and stuff, like that has been like the worst. the worst thing literally yeah, ever happened feeling. it's so awful it's actually awful and now finally i'm just now like actually really on top of it and i'm like really it's so weird this year the two things that i hated the most like cooking and finances are the two things <laughs> yeah. i like the most into it's really odd I, I did like a 180 but anyways yeah i'm not administrative I, but i know that and now i have like other people or i look for that in people that i want to work with like that's yeah. like the number one thing i look for because i know that i like i'm just not good at it yeah. that's so smart though. and you could be not administrative but you you should be organized yeah and that's a difference which I, you're organized yeah very organized i'm like a little bit too organized sometimes i think i think that that's funny you sent me such a long detailed text this morning oh I, and that's where i'm like you are organized no Your i had it works. on my drafts yesterday at church but i wasn't gonna send it to you on a sunday you're busy so yeah. i sent it this morning it's brilliant Smart. it was the best text ever I feel like you, like you just got to try things and not be afraid to be bad at some things you're just bad at because you lack experience, but it's like, it's your, like your gut yeah. is like, you like, there's a, like in church, we always say like, there's a grace to what you're doing. There's an ease to what you're doing. It comes natural to you, but just because something comes natural doesn't mean you're like an expert right away. So I feel like it's just, you kind of have to feel it out and not be afraid to like, feel the pressure to label yourself like i'm this i'm that like try it i think yeah, yeah i think i'm gonna go deep here really yeah, deep. but go. i think what the way you figure that out number one starts with security in yourself yeah like that's so true i think so many people are, it's so easy to get on instagram anything and just like try to compare yourself to someone else and what they're doing and like Ooh, they look like they're having fun. So that's what I feel like I need to be doing. Yeah. I think like a good thing to start with is just security. And that's just like what working out whatever you got to do to work out to to get there. But I think if you're secure in who you are, like you'll really know what you want to do, not based on what anybody else is doing. Yeah. And then yeah. it takes time. Like it's just like from that place. I remember when we did that program kind of like ZLC, I think that was a year of like, I remember Chad telling me that he heard from other people that I was lazy. And I remember being so like almost offended. I was like, what? Like people say that I'm lazy and I'm like thinking scenarios in my head. I'm like, no, I stack chairs. I, I, I wait and do this and do that. And then I started realizing like, Oh, like I take a lot of naps and like, (laughs) but I remember those two years were like, years of like becoming a secure person yeah taking out a lot of stuff out of my life that i needed to take out for a long time that were toxic for myself getting to a place where i'm like okay i'm secure and now that was 2009 2019 
10 years later, Dang. I think I'm actually working on a project right now that this is what I feel like I'm supposed to be yeah. doing. Like, and it took me 10 years to do that. Yeah. It's to get to a place where I'm like, and it was working out like, okay, I'm a graphic designer, creative, but I'm like, I don't really like doing websites or like, yeah. I'm not like traditional graphic designer where I like want to go work at, you know, some big company or agency. Like I'm working by myself and doing, working with little companies, little coffee shop here, you know, person there. And then it took me a long time to get to the place where I'm at, where I'm like, I know what I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Doing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, but it all starts with like working on yourself to be secure in yourself. Yeah. Cause insecurity will like breed you comparing yourself to only yeah. one person can do this podcast, your podcast. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like only one person can do what I want to do. Only mm -hmm. one person. So I think being secure will cause you to really know what you're passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. Sophia Rossi was here earlier and we were talking about something. And this is something I think she said on other podcasts too. But she's like, basically my whole life has been like, I just get another job and like it's bigger and I'm, She's like, I'm doing the exact same thing, but it's bigger and I'm getting paid more money. Yeah. She's like, I learned all of this stuff. She's like, I'm just a camp counselor. But at this point, like I've sold a company. I've done all this stuff. I produced the Hills. Like she, and she was just like naming off all these things and like what being an assistant and <clears throat> how all of that's like kind of like turned into, it's all just the same, just yeah. looks a little bit different. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, I've always been someone who like connects people. Like I'm always like, you'd oh, be yeah. good with this person. You'd be good. Yeah. Like not even like really, honestly, like, in any aspect, yeah. like not even specific to like one part of life. I'm and that and yeah, and like visionary in the sense of like if someone has an idea, like I talk about, I've talked about this, I think with you before, but when I was younger, I didn't understand. It wasn't in the sense of like, I thought I was better than anyone. I just didn't understand why people weren't doing what I was doing yeah. or like mm -hmm. doing yes. something. I'm like, I didn't, I was like, I have like these ideas and I'm just doing them. Like I just, I really, it was just like a disconnect. I don't know how else to describe it. I was like, it, I don't know why, like, you wouldn't just do this. And I didn't realize until, like, ZLC. I'm like, that's, like, a gift that I have. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't get it for so long. I thought that everyone was wired that way because no one had, like, told me, like, oh, you were this. And I was yeah. like, that makes so much more sense. But I think about it, and I'm like, even in the sense of, like, the, like, YouTube channel, podcast and stuff, I'm like, it's community. It's still connecting people. Exactly. And then even in, like, my personal life, like, I'm still like, this, this, this. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like it's a lot of the things, like, what you're good at, I feel like can translate. I mean, it translates into everything, but I think people are so like, it has to be this skill. It has to be this right. skill and look this certain way. Mm -hmm. And it's just not always the case, you know? No, yeah. Like I could have probably figured out what I was good at younger if there was someone to like tell me, mm -hmm. but then it's not really till you're like older and it, there's like more of a title it's on a it. It's a process. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Totally a process. It's a process. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Mila really quickly. Mm. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. Let's do it. I'm her biggest fan. She she's the best. How old is Mila now? Almost she's two. She's gonna be two, she's gonna in, be two January. in January. Yeah, she's perfect. She's I mean, I feel like the best thing ever. Yeah, she's so funny. She has like the best attitude I've ever seen. Like I don't if, know. Yeah, it's no, it's spicy. Me. Yeah, it's like sure. her personality is just the best thing I've ever seen. Like she's like <laughs> she has like she can't even really like say any like much. Yeah. <laughs> and she really just like fills up a room. Yeah, she'll and she will like, ice cold you with her side eye. Yeah. So um, quick. She likes I'm saying nervous. no. She loves to say no. She knows what she wants. I respect it. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I always, I'm like the mom that tries to pull out all the good qualities. Like, I'm like, oh, she's going to be a leader. So stubborn, that girl. She's going to have a backbone. We love it. Like, the other day, I put a sweatshirt on her, and she ripped it off because she didn't want to wear it. And I was like, oh, she's fashion sense. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you guys became yeah. parents, like, what was, like, Okay, I can't even, first off, I, like, can't even imagine, like, doing everything yeah, and yeah. having a kid. And, like, that That's is crazy. so overwhelming to me. No, you can do it. <sighs> and then okay. second, but, like, one day you don't have a baby yes. and the next day you just have a baby. Yes. Like, what is that and like? they just let you go home from the hospital. Yeah, oh, that's You're just really out there. I saw a meme that was, like, nine months. It was, like, a long time ago. Like, nine months, like, you prepare and, like, all these people are, like, involved. And then you have the baby and they just, like, roll you out of the hospital. And they're, like, good luck out there with this, like, little tiny human and, like, see you in a month, you know? Yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's what awesome. was the question? Like, I forgot. Up? Just what was that like? I mean, you answered <laughs> oh, it. Like, yeah. We, yeah. what is something that you, like, didn't expect? Oh. I think the crazy thing about being a parent is, like, I always tell people this, like, I still feel like I am 19 years old. Yeah. In terms of like, you're so young. (laughs) I look at like, like basketball players or or someone that is like super successful athlete. And I'm like, wait, how old are they? I'm like, they're 27. Wait, I'm, I'm 29 about to be 30. Why do I feel like I'm looking up to them? Like, yeah, they're so I still feel that way when it comes to a parent like being a parent I'm like I still feel like we're the same 23 year olds that got married and now we're about to be 30 honestly yeah I sometimes I like literally the other day I was like do you ever get like weirded out that we have a kid like is that like I feel like I have an out-of-body experience when I remember that we're like in charge of a human being because you remember that we're our parents like we are now parents I remember being not Mila's age, but maybe, you know, a year or two older yeah. than her and like driving in the back seat looking at my parents. I'm like, I'm now that parent. Yeah. And Mila's looking at me. Crazy. I wasn't as weirded out when she was young because they just like they're just little cute. Like they just sleep all the time and like they're so they just can go anywhere. But now at this age, you're like, oh, OK, I like I have to teach you things now, like your colors and your letters and. She's smart. Yeah. And all that stuff that now I'm like, okay, now parenting is real. Now you have to actually do it. Yeah. And then I'm a little bit afraid of like the 13 year old Mila, but I'm really afraid of Mila. She's, she's either going to like run the country or like run something. She's going to run something, man. I I'm like nervous, but I'm like excited to see what she's going to become. Which which one of us do you think is a strict parent? You. Is no, it? no, definitely not. not at all. Wait, actually, no. I would say never mind. I I'm a softie. Yeah, I. But yeah. I also you, I want Mila, to be strict, but I not like in a bad way. Strict. I'm not. No, but you're you're just more like on it. Yeah, I feel like me. you would just be like more firm. He is, but yeah. he's not mean. You're not mean. Like, yeah. like firm. Yeah, it's like, just like when mom says it, she laughs. When dad says it, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She knows. Yeah. I don't know. But I do. I did teach her. I did teach her, like, Mila, who's the boss? And she says, Mama. Oh, okay, good. So she knows that mom's boss. Like, cool. Like, then when she gets older and then I tell her to do something, she's going to be like, Mom's the boss. boss." (laughs) Okay. What's something you guys didn't expect about, like, marriage? Um, man, marriage. That's a good question. 
I, we got, okay, so I, I didn't have, like, I mean, I love my parents. I just didn't have, like, the best, like, view of marriage growing up. And so I think I got saved and I got married at such a young age. And I just had this idea that, like, Roman was, like, this perfect person and lies well no no you're amazing i mean i think you're amazing yeah but i think i had to really learn and evolve into like marriage isn't just like you get married and it's cute and you like go on dates and it's like great and it's all lovey-dovey like i think i really got married and like learned an appreciation for my parents that they like really worked through their marriage and regardless of how everything ended i like i i appreciated them more for them journeying through and i think in marriage, the one thing I didn't expect was like, or I guess I just didn't know maybe because you don't know anything before you, you don't know anything about marriage until you're married was just like, it, it's just every year is different because you're different. And so we had to grow together and I had to let go of the, like that Roman and myself that we were both going to make mistakes and maybe disappoint each other. But it, that doesn't mean it's like the world's ending. It just means you like have to learn to evolve from that and grow from it. And so I think I just was like so very naive and about being married. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I I feel like I was not, very You're not like the worst. You're not like, a bad person. No, no, no. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But for me, I was like, I remember before we got married and we talked about this in premarital counseling yeah. too. I was like, oh, I work great. Our communication yeah, yeah. skills are On amazing. Point. And then like, you get married and I realize I am not a good communicator. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not the stereotypical male where I'm like, keep my feelings inside and kind of like, you know, don't share them unless like I'm being like, yeah, basically interrogated. But I'm like, oh yeah, I am that. I'm like yeah. a stereotypical male. I'm like, I don't talk about my feelings as much. Basically marriage takes work and like yeah. discipline and intentionality the same intentionality as like when I was pursuing you yes. as it does today. Yeah. It doesn't get like easier, not in a bad way, but like you need to like work to have a healthy marriage. Yeah. And I think what we've learned, especially I feel like in the last year, which is what I'm so grateful for is like marriages that you see when people are like very happy and fulfilled and really love each other. It's like they've worked on going like deep in their marriage, like they go deeper and then it gets, their world gets bigger. And I feel like now it's really common for people to be like, oh, I just like fell out of love. And I'm like, I don't understand that. Like, I think that you, some days are harder than others, but I think when you work on the depth of who you guys are together, it, you withstand hard time, hard seasons. And yeah, I think, I think it also like reveals a lot about yourself I realized like how selfish I was and you just learn that like you're you're in a marriage you're really like serving your partner in yeah. a lot of ways and in the beginning it's all based on like feelings which that doesn't mean they don't exist anymore but it's way more based on commitment yeah than it is like that's what you're saying like people yeah. fall out of love it's like oh well you got past like you got what, past the, the feeling. fairy tale like you think that's going to last forever. Yeah. That's not a bad thing. That's a good, it's progression. Like when we're going to be older and like old, old, <laughs> wrinkly old. Yeah. Like we're not going to be the same, you know, puppy like, love. 
Yeah. And even energy wise and like, all, like we're going to just be life moves on. There's a progression for it and like enjoy all the stages. Like, yeah, the beginning was amazing, but I love where we're at so much more now and we'll love so much more where we're at when we're old and wrinkly. Also, you're way more OCD than I thought you were. Yeah, I'm super OCD. That was unexpected. Because she used, I would be like, I'm OCD. She'd be like, no, you're not like you. I was like, yeah, I didn't look OCD doesn't mean everything. I didn't I'm look OCD about everything. There's just yeah. specific things that like, <laughs> he's like very OCD about it now. Like, very. Uh, it's the best. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize. And I hear this, not that I'm like venting for all husbands out there. But yeah. Geez. For anybody all. that moved. Yeah. Girls are a lot messier than guys are. Yeah. That is fact. That's true. I'll give you and that. And it starts with the hair, too. Because you guys brush oh, the hair gosh. and there's hair everywhere. She hates the hair. but It just falls out. Yeah. Nothing not I can really do about that. You, you can't do anything about it. Nothing I can do about I it. I think guys are... Let unless it go. Not every guy, but <laughs> most guys. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, so I didn't you. know that. But Thank you, know. you guys so much for coming on. Yeah. Well, yes. Thanks for having us. I'm really glad. Where can they find you? Um, Like our Instagrams? Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. Eric you guys can see photos of Mila. You can find content of my daughter on my Instagram at Erica Boschko. Mine's at Roman, R-O-M-A-N-B-O-Z-H-K-O. That's Roman nice. Boschko. Yep. That's where you can Stay find us. Stay in tune there, you know. Stay in tune there for up and coming creative projects. Yeah. yeah. A lot. A lot coming up. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you guys did, let us know by giving a nice rating, leaving a nice review, joining the Facebook group, and, you know, whatever you kids want to do. Also, um, I am daily vlogging right now on my YouTube channel and posting so much to Instagram, so check those out. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you guys next week.